do the yelling at the audience oh, thing that oh, I do, Matt. All right. Okay. All right. Matt's going to say Podcast 184. And I'm yeah. going to say Merry Christmas. Podcast 184. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best. You got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcasting. Welcome back to Podkist slash the Kiss Room because that was Matt Porter that you heard right over there. Hi, Matt. Gang, Gary, I am thrilled to be back on the podcast. Spoiler alert, did not the Mandalorian teach you anything? (laughs) But yes, you're right. Gary Schaller is here. Gary Schaller. Mandalorian taught me that that, uh, people come back, so we're glad to have Matt back. (laughs) Fantastic. But I'm computer generated, so I look younger. I thought so. There is no, there's no creases, no blemishes. It's all beautiful. I look like I just clawed my way out of the Sarlacc. So. You guys are getting a little too uh, Star Warsy for me. I'm a Star Trek guy. All I know is that there's a character I believe by the name of Luke Skywalker. I'm, I hope I'm not giving anything away. Spoilers. May the Force be with you. That's right. Now today's show is not only a crossover of tremendous proportions that's right you're getting matt porter of the kiss room but he's still he's always been a podcast staff member and gary schaller from the podcast and me i wanted to say the mouth of the south but i'm bigger than the south baby i don't know what you want to call me the mouth of the galaxy i don't know but anyway tonight we are doing a very loose show this is not a show for anyone that doesn't regularly listen to these shows. Right, Matt? Right, Gary? That's right. This is a show where we're just going to hang out with you and we're going to celebrate the greatest holiday of all time. And I got a secret to, to tell everybody, but do you know that the reason I invented the, the phrase Happy Holidays, it was because not everyone celebrated Merry Christmas. So I thought this was a way to be inclusive and let other people have a holiday while we, us Kiss fans, are celebrating Kissmas. <laughs> it's part of your it's part of your war on Kissmas. Uh, <laughs> war on Kissmas, yes. Yeah. There you go. But it is Kissmas, and as we are recording this, this is Sunday night. I normally try to keep it hidden when we're recording stuff, but it is a great day for all Kiss fans. It is Peter Chris's birthday. Woohoo! 75. Yeah, so this will be out Monday or Tuesday, and we just want to wish Peter Chris a happy birthday, and we want to wish him a happy Christmas and a happy Kissmas and a happy whatever anyone celebrates. And today we're gonna we're gonna celebrate Kissmas. We're gonna celebrate all the holidays. We might even get into a little bit of Festivus. You know, and I think you've played that clip before where Gene Simmons is saying it's happy national of day above ground day and whatever mm-hmm. day it is is a good day and i think that's pretty inclusive if you're listening to this obviously you're uh, doing well enough to at least turn your phone or your computer on listening to us no matter what day is it monday tuesday christmas new year's whenever we're glad you're listening glad that you're here amen nice 
And we'd like to thank you for listening to both the Kiss Room and the Podcast. If you subscribe to us, you have no choice. You get both shows. It's <laughs> it's like uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. It's two, two, two great Kiss shows in one. And it's uh, it's been a blast, and I've enjoyed doing this. And I'd like to send a shout-out to everybody from FERC to Julian Gill to BJ Cramp to Craig Cohen to... Gosh, there's so many people, so many people. Uh, Andrew Scambetti, he might as well, you know, be part of the staff. Everybody. There's been so many people that have been part of this show. Christine the Button Queen, yes, you're right. And it's been it's been a blast. And here we are. We're still going. And uh, we, we took a little time off, but we've kept things going. And I'm very proud of the fact that we're still here, still doing it. Let's take a little look back at 2020 because there's so many things that we can kvetch about 2020 but let's let's take a look back matt what were some of your favorite kiss room episodes this year well you know what while you're giving shout outs to people that have been on the podcast i got to give you guys a shout out that episode that you did last with phil Schaus on as a guest and you talked about cover songs and you know played not the kiss version of the cover but the original versions I think that was one of the best where you really knocked it out of the park. Phil is a great guest, obviously has yeah. tons of you know his own musical background, but the way that you both presented the original versions, and if I will say most of those songs, I knew them first as Kiss songs, you know, and, and you know, discovered the original versions much later. So it was actually fun. I mean, there was even a couple of those. I'd never even heard those original versions because I never went back and really researched it. I only know them as the Kiss version. So I give you guys a shout out with that. I think the three of you did a great job on that episode. And it was, uh, you know, one of those things, in a way, returned to what I kind of call the classic podcast formula, you guys really talking. And uh, I really enjoyed that. So shout out to you guys for sure. Thank you. Yeah, it was a really fun show. And shout out to Phil Schaus as well. Uh, he might as well be a, a regular staff member. I, you know, over on Cheap Talk, we did a thing with the Talisman, uh, Ryan, Jeremy, and Phil, where we talked about the first uh, three Cheap Trick albums with, with each one of them. And I'm thinking we should do that with Kiss, too, the first three Kiss albums, and have them each pick an album. What do you think? I, I think that would be cool. Uh, just a really quick question about those first three Cheap Trick records. Ken. Yes. You know how like the like the first three Kiss records are like a chapter mm-hmm. unto themselves, right? Yes. And I think the same is true for Blue Oyster Cult. Is that true for Cheap Trick? Is that why they get lumped together? I think so. And it's weird because Kiss and Cheap Trick, Matt will tell you, run the same kind of trajectory, right? Three albums that kind of didn't really take off. And then the Alive version happened of it, and boom. Was that the Budokan? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Sorry, I, di- I digress, but I wanted to know that. Thank you. That's all right. Matt, what, what's your take on that? Well, you know, see, I'd agree completely because you had, I mean, although I think it goes, um, you know, Cheap Trick and In Color and Heaven Tonight are all great albums. But then by the time, Budokan was my introduction to Cheap Trick and Lenny Deal playing it out the window at our, you know, when, when we lived in Percocy a billion years ago and hearing, this is the first song on our new album. Right. And and loving that and it's probably still my go-to cheap trick album is that budokan album which is a, is perfect in like every way 
And, uh, you know, really one of those things where, like, that live version of I Want You to Want Me, I, I would imagine among hardcore cheap trick fans, maybe that's their rock and roll night where they're sick of it and that was always the go-to song. I love that. I could listen to that all the time and never get tired of that. Me and then that version is just is one of my favorite songs ever. And it, it still will get quite an emotion out of me. And if it ever, you know, if I'm listening to it, the volume will instantly go as loud as possible. And, uh, and suddenly I'm screaming in the crowd, crying, crying. But I love it. I mean, that's, you know, it's really, uh, it's fantastic. But I was going to say, I mean, speaking of those Talisman guys, I don't know if you saw the uh, the Kismas Masquerade Expo. That If you're listening to this this week, so it was just this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Those guys really were featured and, and really like the anchor of the entire event because they played an acoustic set. Um, they, they were in with Enough's Enough. They did a set. Really, the highlight to me, you know, worth the price of a ticket was when they did bunch of songs with John Beauvoir. That's right. And you know, he and you know what it immediately makes me think of that those episodes of the podcast that you did which rank among my absolute favorite podcast interviews and because he's so gracious with you when you and that's like 2013 so it's not even yesterday but those are great. And I mean he was doing stuff that he worked on with Kiss. Mm -hmm. So like in their set, you know, he's doing uh, all night and who wants to be lonely they did I love it loud and look, same thing with KISS. They did Detroit Rock City. And some fans get so tired of, oh, here comes Detroit Rock City again. I could listen to Detroit Rock City all the time, and that, that makes me so happy. And it's one of those songs that is one of my absolute go-to KISS songs in almost any form that, boy, if I need to pick me up, there it is. And, you know, we talk about the reasons why KISS, you know, still is means something. When you hear that, intro and it starts revving up and it gets going and all oh, that's blood in my veins and and i think uh, it was fun the way they presented these songs you know and, and obviously in some ways you know this whole idea of pay-per-view and streaming and kiss has their thing coming up they did a really good job it was fun and i you know i sat there pretty glued to what they were doing same bruce kulik and todd kearns did a set that was magic i mean they really and, and they're doing it like everybody else on the planet that's so trapped with, I'm in my house, I'm in my living room, I got my mic. But boy, they brought it. It was really fun. And uh, so there's a long answer to basically like those Talisman guys. I'll tell you, they really, they set the bar high with uh, everything they have. Kismas, the Kismas event, shout out to Neil Davis and everybody who put that on. It was, it was tremendous and fun just as a live stream viewer, you know, sitting here, uh, eating popcorn and watching <laughs> yes it, it was a lot of fun and it was it was it was great to hear some good live music and and i really think that that's not a bad business model the way they had it set up you know that it, it wasn't overtly expensive it was really nice just real quick i want to kind of do like an instant round here okay matt what's one kiss song or let me put it this way do you ever get sick and tired of hearing rock and roll all night no I think I I love it, Gary. No, I don't. I don't, and especially the uh, studio version, which I just think I, Alive is an incredible version. Mm -hmm. But that studio version just has like a kind of energy, and the percussion and the every the gang vocals and the zippers, the zippers, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should explain that for someone who didn't like hear that episode. Explain the zippers. <laughs> There's a zipper, like all that percussion. Was it Peter or Neil Bogart's wife? Is uh, um, 
Somebody's fly is getting pulled up and down by somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was their jacket. Anyway, uh, legend has it that there is a a zipper. Oh, come on. What's her name? Joyce Bogart? Joyce Bogart. Why didn't you ask? There you go. Uh... I th- I, someone's jacket had a, like a really like jangly zipper. Ah, and it's one of it's one of the things I think, unless I'm getting the story wrong, that it's one of the things that you can hear when when you listen to the studio version of Rock and Roll All Night is like chick 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 chick, and it's it's just that zipper. It's just a cool, part of the cool sound collage that gives it such a hey chunky, man. Yeah, we don't we don't know if it was a fly. We don't know whether it was a coat zipper. We don't know if it was a jacket zipper. We know about what? legends, right? We learn a lot of really great things about clothing That's on this right, podcast, and I'm thinking about <laughs> I'm thinking about um, Lisa Jane Persky with a with the cock ring on her jacket. Cock ring on her jacket, that was beautiful. <laughs> but what's the song say about legends? The legends growing as the story is told. That's right. So there you go. So whether it be uh, zipper someone's purse, zipper someone's pants, zipper someone's jacket, it's part of the legend of history. So there you go. There you go. It all ties in. Well, and as the as the zipper comes down, I'm a legend tonight. So Hot. it's uh... flop, <laughs> and, and you rise to it. Flop. So, so let's let's flip that question over. Is there a and, and Matt? I think you could say the same thing about surrender. And I want you to want me. You and I never get tired of those songs. It's the same thing as rock and roll and I toast. Now let's flip it over. Pick a song real quick and a, a song that you're just tired of hearing from kiss don't want to wait till you know me better well gee right out the gate i i I have to say that that's mine as well and the only reason is because and and i love that they did it and i love that they do it but that who uh you know the part where it becomes the who song do you know live Mm -hmm. the live version Mm -hmm. and it will get fooled again yeah but to me it just it doesn't have the same feeling like there's there's a couple songs that kiss does live that sound almost better live and some that don't sound as good live to me as much as i love i love it loud nothing really matches yes i agree the 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 studio track and the same with lick it up like there's just some sort of swagger that that track has that when you're playing it live you know you're you're everything start the endorphins start going you're playing a little bit faster and there's something that gets lost matt what about you you know, out of the set list, that the recent set list, I would swap out something like Psycho Circus and maybe so, go with something deeper. Um, I think War Machine, we've heard that a bunch. You could probably pull that out. Um, there's there's so many songs that they could do that some of those ones that I think, you know, maybe, uh, you know, even something like, I mean, I love Dr. Love, but I think we've heard that so much. I mean, they could easily swap that out with maybe something a little more obscure. But, uh, you know, th- I mean... The latest set list was such a greatest hits list that, you know, pretty much everything is something that we, you know, pretty much love. It's like Kiss set list Jenga. If you pull one out, it might all fall. <laughs> right? well, you know, it's funny. That was that was really I there's 2020, obviously, and nobody will will dispute has been crazy. But at least I did get to see Kiss on the end of the road back in February before all hell really broke loose. So, I mean, it was really it's funny because it was Kiss was early February. And then the last live show that I saw was Y&T was the middle of February, right about just a month or so before everything shut down. So I feel fortunate that I got my Kiss show, you know, and that was one of those things as as this lingered on and on that you start going, 
Maybe that's the last time I'll see him. You know, and that could be it. And I was actually feeling, thinking of that the other day was I feel really thrilled that I could share that with Amy and Madison because yes. they went with me. And, you know, it was Madison's first time really seeing Kiss. And, you know, and, and it was a great show. Alan, I mean, obviously David Lee Roth was opening and David Lee Roth, people can rip on him, but he puts on a fun show. And I think anybody, if you if there's a Van Halen podcast, I mean, obviously, still seeing David Lee Roth in 2020, there's still something you know magic about that. We only get so yep. many times left, and uh, you know when you think of Van Halen, and uh, so yeah, that was I think to me, I mean, was it a greatest hit kind of a set list? Sure, did I enjoy the hell out of it? Absolutely. Yes, it was a blast, and there was, uh, you know, I think all three of us went with our families. Yep, I went. I saw them in February. Of- 2019 with with Esme and my kids and then that was amazing and then got to see them again in March March 6th I think in Oakland in 2020 and this was like what a week wow yeah that's cutting close oh it was yeah (laughs) it's scary when I think about it absolutely but like think about this guys whether it's the last time that we've seen Kiss the three of us can say that we saw it with our families Mm-hmm. That when we started these shows, that was not a possibility when you think about it. Whether people are so young or weren't together or whatever, some might not even been born, right? So, uh, <laughs> so here we are. You know, over this time, we've managed to make that a, a real thing. So, I used to drag Amy to a lot more of the shows when we were, you know, early in our relationship. And after a while, she's like, "Nah, you just go." Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally understand that (laughs) so there's a couple things i want to talk about today as far as topics uh first i want to ask you again matt that you ditched the question on me what are some of your favorite memories of the kiss room this year you know what it's been actually tough because i mean going along that same lines is you know we did a january and a february episode live in the studio and then I missed the March episode because we literally, the college closed down the day before, mm-hmm. which was March 12th and the 13th, which was Friday the 13th, should have been the kiss room, and we were locked out. So like everybody else on the planet, we had to shift to this kind of more, this kind of model where we broadcast from you know, our home studios and things like that. But I did manage to still have a lot of fun with people. I mean, obviously anybody that listened to the latest edition, I did it with my brother and we called it a car cast and we got in the car and recorded everything while driving up the turnpike. And uh, you know, just, it, so it was different. Um, but, you know, we had like Ron Albanese was on and he talked about his mm-hmm. book, which is, is fantastic. Uh, you know, I had uh, different people just calling in. I mean, the guys from Blitz, which was one of my favorite things I've discovered out of 2020, this group from Nottingham, UK. And, uh, you know, they they came on. And so I, I like the idea that I can reach around the world and talk to people, excuse me, talk to people from all over the planet. Um, which is different. I mean, obviously, before it was live, and there's that thrill of being live, and you know, you kind of get to interact a little bit more. This is, I think, a little less interactive, but I still managed to have a good time. And really, shout out to the entire Kiss Room house band, who, despite being, you know, producing everything in their own studios, have managed to nail it every month. So it's like Fran Galanti, Jerry Lee Watkins, you know, primarily leading the Kiss Room house band. Steve Campagna, you know, shout out to all those guys that were able to really, and it's my favorite part of the show because it's like, it's like you know, you want to talk about deep cuts. They play stuff you're never going to hear Kiss play, and uh, mm-hmm. they're fantastic at it. And, and I think to me, you know, we did two episodes with my brother. Where, like I said, we called them car casts, and we would get in the car, 
drive up the turnpike, record, just talk. On the latest one, if you heard it, that I think to me, the latest Kiss Room, and of course, I'm just going to kind of plug myself, but to me, it's what I like the most about the show is turning the spotlight on talented Kiss fans. Because we did the demos project, which this is the sixth one. And really what my my shout out was to all KISS fans, if you could write a song, if KISS said to you, can you write a song that we would do, a demo, what would you do? So it was really, it's, it's the most fun thing because you, know, you get people to send you songs from all over the planet that they've created. And I think you'll remember when we started it. I thought we'd get really simple kind of demos, like really kind of, you know, maybe people pounding away on a box and, a, and an acoustic guitar. These songs are fully produced and, and are fantastic. And, and I think it goes back to really what I like the most about my show is the ability to give people a platform to, I want to shine the light on them. And that's what I like. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I had to say a, a, a show that from this year that I really liked, that was one of them. And I think it really, uh, you know, if people haven't listened to The Kiss Room before, I think that's a fun one to uh, kind of hear all these songs. Songs that you might never hear otherwise, you know, that they might not be available unless you're Facebook friends with all these people. And, uh, you know, uh, I, so I enjoy that a lot. I think uh, there's a lot of, despite being locked down, we've managed to still have a lot of fun and, uh you know, and so that's that's really where I'm at. I, I you know, obviously we're probably going to remain very much the same into the new year because uh, obviously unless there's a great great miracle and uh, you know we have this vaccine, I, I think we're going to remain remote for a while and uh, we'll keep it going that way. Be yeah. safe, be safe. Now, Matt, you said during lockdown, Paul McCartney once once again leading the way for us. He said that he made his new album McCartney Three in Rockdown. <laughs> because he wanted to redeem it he wanted to redeem this time so instead of making it a lockdown he decided to redeem the day and he called it rockdown so we are here in rockdown we're stealing rockdown. from you paul i've stole so many things from you we're going to continue Woo! to do this uh but you know you talk about uh how you've had to to adapt to, to do some different things and, and the the kiss room house band they had to adapt and they showed a strength that we didn't get to see from them before. Like they've really come into their own. They were always great, but now it's like this just next level. Right. And as far as your car cast (laughs) on the road again with Anthony and Matt, (laughs) not only do you get to stop for a good cheeseburger or something along the way, but Hey, you you get a good show out of it and you get to spend some time with someone you love. That's a win, 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 win. So that's very good. Let's take a look back at some of the, the year in podcast, right? So, uh, our first episode in January was with our good friend, Ed from click T shop. And we might as well play that ad right here. That's right. Get a cool either Kiss Room or Podkiss or any other kind of Kiss-themed type shirt. There's so many. Chances are if you saw the members of Kiss wear a shirt, whether it was Gene Skull or Peter's cat jacket, all this stuff is out there. Uh, I can't say enough good about it. What, what about you, Matt? 
You know what? I, I've got to agree. I think the things that Ed does with his uh, his artwork is phenomenal. The fact that he'll feature the Kiss Room logo and the Podkiss logo. I have my Kiss Room gator. You know, obviously everybody's thinking masks, and hopefully all these masks are things that someday we'll just hang on the wall and laugh at when we don't need them anymore. But I have my Kiss Room gator that I wear quite a bit. It's comfortable, and it you know, hey, look, we're promoting all the time. So that's right. Uh-huh. And then we had. Uh what I'm going to call the Kiss Couple. Uh, they came in and did an episode. Julie Allman and Eric Alberti, two really cool people that love Kiss and love us and we love them. They talked about Paul Stanley's song. So that was kind of different. Every once in a while, I like to try to do something that we haven't done before, right? And it was almost like a pilot episode. And you know what? It's nice, again, because, I mean, it, I think that's something that I've done, you know, maybe, maybe even more on the Kiss Room than the podcast. But that's, again, we're shining the light on other Kiss fans and, and mm-hmm. what their opinion. And I love that. I mean, I, to me, the Kiss Army really, despite all this, remains strong. And, you know, you're talking to people and to share your joy with other people still about Kiss in such a wacky year, you know, it's something that really has given us something to look forward to. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, there haven't been shows, or but you still want to talk about something that everybody loves. And it's it's really, uh, yeah, I, they were doing like live Facebooks. I like just hearing them talk. They're interesting yeah. people. And, uh, you know, it's uh, I like when you did that. It was fun. It was just it was fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. I think so much. I don't know if you two would agree with me, but I think that so much of KISS fandom is stuff that we have had to experience on our own at home. And I'm not talking about the pandemic, but, you know, apart from going to concerts and hanging out with friends, you know, how many hours have we spent alone listening to these records? How many hours have we spent alone leafing through 16 Magazine or watching, you know, countless video cassettes and DVDs and so on? Hours and hours and hours spent alone or alone in our car or processing Kiss or doing whatever alone or even podcasting alone and in this year of not taking things for granted i don't take for granted the fact that we've been able to podcast and not be alone as we enjoy kiss with people who also enjoy kiss you know so like that's the kind of stuff where i am so thankful that we started this um because this boy did we need it this year absolutely and that's a great point i think the fact that and i I don't i'm I'm thinking you probably get some pretty similar messages, but I've gotten a lot of messages from people that say, I'm so glad you are continuing what you're doing because I need to hear friendly voices and I need that fun and I need that distraction. And that's actually, I mean, it's funny because there's times where you say, oh man, you know, I hope people are listening. And then your day gets turned around when somebody sends you a message thanking you for just doing the show. And I pretty much still do the show just because I like it. But when people feed back to you that say, thank you you made my day or you know i'm just i'm going crazy here by myself and i'm i'm just happy to hear your voices and you guys laugh and like especially with me and my brother we laugh a lot and on those episodes he's on and you know there was one specific message comes to my mind that was just like you know thanks for uh you know making me laugh you know during this and uh you know and i'm you know i'm thinking that with all the podcasts that you're doing ken you have that ability to reach out and really just make people feel like they're not alone. I mean, like you said, a lot of the, I think in a lot of it, Gary hit it right on the head was, you know, how many hours you spent by yourself, maybe spinning records or drawing these superheroes on your notebook or, you know, but now, you know, you can kind of share it with everybody else. And uh, there's something to that. And I think, uh, you know, that's, that's still something that's fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And then in April, we did something called Be Safe Kiss Army with Julian Gill, who got the coronavirus, and thank God he's still with us. And Mm. that same month, Matt, the Kiss Room uh, April edition, you had a bunch of, you were washing hands over podcast buttons, Kiss Room (laughs) buttons, and Matt Porter buttons. Shout out Madison Porter. (laughs) I thought that was incredibly inventive. It was very cool. And then we, uh, we've got the Elder Script and demo that was lots of fun we did with julian and gary and then you had the uh, kiss room mask you had the gene simmons tongue mask in your artwork that was fantastic we know what's funny is that april episode i think might be the one where i talk about um the kiss show from february where i played a clip of amy laughing so hard yes. because the shirt that i bought said the final tour ever and when she read that she started laughing so hard because she says you've been saying it's the final <laughs> show for years and and she's put up with all my nuttiness for such a long time so i'm thrilled that i actually have that clip and i could play it because the uh yeah. Oh, this will be the last time I ever see him. <laughs> That's how long we've been saying that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> why, why are you laughing so hard? It's the final tour ever. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But uh, maybe it won't, and that would be cool. Uh, Andrew Scambatti, he did the One Last Time film. That was in May as well. And then we also got the uh, Alive 96, which was fantastic. Those are something that we could enjoy. Didn't cost a penny. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, you know, it's funny because it was great that you get him on the show because he doesn't go on many podcasts or anything to promote. It's you know, So people <laughs> wouldn't know, you know what he was doing unless you know they were... Absolutely. <laughs> He's a man of mystery, that guy. Yeah. See, that's my in the May episode I had Tony Mann and you know, his good friend is um Bobby McAdams, who's Ace's good friend. So back in May I had them on and I had a great conversation with those guys. I mean, obviously Bobby is an a lifelong friend of Ace and shared a bunch of really fun Ace stories and, and he's I think one of the people, probably one of the few people that knows Ace that hasn't written a horrible tell all book about him. He was a really, you know, straightforward good guy and told really nice stories about Ace. So Well mate well who knows, maybe he could write a a, a book, you know, maybe he could write a book called Ace is a Pretty Cool Guy. <laughs> did, did he not co-author that book with uh, G. Gordon? I think he had stories in it, but they're not. He doesn't do the trashing. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know and, I mean? and and he claps, apparently. Right. Doesn't he? Is right. that him? Yep. On uh, Nothing to Lose or whatever? Right. And on New the... York Groove. I think That's he's right. stopping on New York Groove. So That's that was right. a fun interview. I mean, it's funny. It seems like that, that episode feels like a million years ago, but uh, but it really wasn't. And then we started something with Julian Gill called Prekistory, which is a joint thing between Julian Gill and the KISS FAQ.com podcast and the podcast, where we go back and we basically tell the story of each of the original members of KISS. Paul Stanley is slated for January 2021, so we'll be doing that. They've been fantastic. He's been a joy to work with. He brings all that knowledge to it, and uh, he's really stepped up as an editor, too. I just think it's amazing the stuff that he's done, and uh, it's just it's just been a blast. 
So that's been a lot of what we've been doing. And then, of course, as you mentioned, the Kiss Covers episode, which was weird because I don't think anyone's ever done that episode. That's one of the problems with doing the podcast for, what, 14 years or whatever? Is like, you go, I don't want to do the same show as Podcast Rock City or uh, whoever, you know, whatever show it is. I don't want to do the same show as Three Sides of the Coin or three uh, Ralph Vieira's Vieira Vault or, you know, we don't want to do the same exact show. And it was just, it's interesting sometimes the little corners that you, nobody's like went in there with a fine tooth comb and a cotton swab, but we, we got to do that one and it was, it was a blast. <laughs> that was really good. I enjoyed it. Like I said. And we did check that episode for COVID with one of those really long Q-tips. <laughs> Woof. Woof. I got, I got one of those uh, on Hot. Friday. Hot. Yeah. Spicy. Spicy. So I want to talk to you guys about something. We've, we've been getting so many cool Kiss box sets this month. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Keep going. You know what's funny is you were the one who re- originally shared that link when they first put out that new box that's like has like socks and stickers and yeah. you know and it was like and and at first I actually thought you were kidding when you put that the price was two hundred twenty five dollars. I'm thinking okay this is fifty bucks. No. And they're like no 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 it's really two hundred twenty five dollars and you go whoa like you know I mean that's the that was really pretty funny. I mean the box itself the artwork on the box was tremendous. Look like the old bubblegum card. Yes. But when you go, boy, I I, it's funny because, I mean, you know, there's times where you say, like, you know, do you remember when you could walk to the little country store and get your kiss card packs for a quarter or whatever? I'll tell you, I don't know who they think's got 125 bucks for four stickers, but, uh, you know, 225 for stickers and a T-shirt that, you know, I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, there's times where you got, you got to just shake your head. For $225, you can get the original Don Russ cards kiss cards yeah for 225 dollars you could you could you could go to town you could get the color forms and the lunchbox and the viewmaster probably uh if you're a good shopper for 225 maybe 300 dollars but then you get those cool things in it, it, it complete that's that to me is too if i'm going to spend 225 dollars you know for free, I could walk down into the basement and look at my KISS cards that I have since the 70s. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so there are two box sets. Like There are some people, like UFO has this like eight-disc set, and it, it only costs like $50, $60. You, know, you can go on Amazon and just buy it. Uh, new John Lennon box set, new Paul McCartney box set. Like Prince put out an eight-disc set, and it was... It was only like $125 for music and a DVD. Esme's favorite band is They Might Be Giants. I don't yes. know how many. She's, she has seen them more than I have seen Kiss. And uh, for, I don't know, probably about $225, she's in the Super President fan club. And she gets like two CDs and she gets uh, 45s and stickers and, you know, whatever. And she gets a ringtone sung by them with her name in it. And Whoa. I understand, like, I get it. They're not a, an arena band, a stadium band, but th- that's pretty damn good. And they're not a nothing band either, you know? It, unbelievable. So let's take a look at the price and what we get with this. Because there's two different box sets that we're getting from Kiss for Christmas. Or Kissmas. Got to go back to Kissmas, <laughs> right? So the first one is the Kiss Online Exclusive Collector's Editions box set. 
And what you get with the Kiss Online Exclusive Collector's Edition box set is a box. It's because it comes with an official Kiss cardboard collector's case exclusive to this offer. I mean, anything less would be false advertising. Correct. <laughs> correct. And you get a one, a vintaged washed tea, a vintage washed tea. I don't know what that means. Was it washed in vintage or <laughs> a long time ago they washed it? Yeah, I I, I'm not sure what that means. And one pin, two patches, three stickers, four buttons, and of course that cardboard box. You could do like the partridge in the pear tree thing, like the Twelve Days of Christmas. Four buttons, three stickers, two patches, one pin, and another vintage wash t-shirt and, and a box. Exclusive box. <laughs> for $225 that's not counting shipping yeah so what do you, what, what are our thoughts folks what do we think uh, how, first off how much the how much would you pay really nice you know the yeah, artwork, yeah, the artwork look really does nice. look they, it has a uh, kind of a Q-Mart like uh, farmer's market boardwalk kind of very colorful it doesn't look dirt mall like official i mean i think they went out of their way to make it look almost bootleggy and kind of over the top which which i kind of like that but i mean if you really break it down there's probably if you're generous there's about 50 dollars worth of stuff i mean you know saying that the shirt you know would be you know reasonably 25 or 30 dollars but like buttons and stickers and uh, you know I, I think at this point, I really just want music. I mean, I really wish they would, if there's anything that they could find, like, I and thinking even just price-wise, I mean, it was like back at early December, but like 2001, when they put out the box set with five discs and it was a hundred bucks or whatever, you thought, oh, a hundred bucks, but for five discs, kind of worth it, you know, and I love yeah. that. I listen to those all the time because it, it's just a fun, different mix and there were a bunch of songs that we didn't have and, you know, going to, you know, Gene and Paul obviously signed those in New York. It's still one of my favorite Kiss memories, but the, I think that's, I think to me at this point, that's really the only, I don't really, I don't need any more things. I have so much stuff and I, you know, when we moved a couple of years ago, I sold even a lot of it because, you know, you downsize and you get to the point where I got all this stuff, you know, I don't need more stuff but boy i like that more music i mean that's the thing that really fuels me all the time is i want more music i mean mm -hmm. and i mean gene cleaned out the closets when he put it in the vault you know but there's got to be a couple more songs floating around like when they did that love gun deluxe and they had a couple different even i mean even something is like hearing that love gun the love gun explanation track or whatever it was called yeah okay so then it goes to like the g or whatever you know i like that kind a. of stuff you know, it's actually funny because, like, you know, a lot of time there's stuff that I have. I was listening the other day, and, and of course, obviously, the word bootleg. Everybody gets worried about the word bootleg. But I have that, all the demos from Crazy Nights. Yeah. And I sequenced them onto a disc in the order that they are on the record. So you're listening to it like you're listening to the record, but it's different versions. Plus, there's something about that little extra... T you know, tape hiss and wobble that I associate with going to those early Kiss Expos. And you'd get in your car, you couldn't believe oh, yeah. it, a 67th generation copy. Okay, so you're going to have to go into the studio and help me. And all Right, but you love it. And I think uh, there's right. something about that. Listen with, to that. Uh, kind steaming of piss now. flaps and everything. You got it, right. And it, But it was different. It was something you hadn't heard. And maybe they sang a different line. And I mean, it... To me, a lot of time listening to those demos takes me back to that time when discovering a version of a song that had a different lyric or a different lead. Or there's just something exciting about that. That um, 
I, I wish they would just put out more of that kind of stuff. I mean, Paul Stanley's got to have a shoebox somewhere filled with cassettes that, you know, I'm not saying he's going to put out the Paul Stanley vault, but, you know, I'd love anything like that. Anything he's got where it was his idea that became such and such a song. I love that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I, I, Frank Zappa had the Beat the Boots series. Right. Where, yeah, and I want the Kiss Beat the Boots. I, I want, like, I, I we already own them, but I would buy, I know this is part of the problem, but I would buy for $250, you know, give me, like, uh, uh, you know, the Destroyer. What is the, what's the one? The Anaheim. Destroys Anaheim, right? Right. Volume one and two, right? I'll take the Paris thing. I'll take the, the, the 77 uh, Houston, whatever, like, you know, they did a pretty good job with the Kissology DVDs, right? They can do this with the audio they, and, and all these demos, right? Like you're saying, the vault was cool because of what was on it. It was not cool because of how much it cost. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. It, 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 like, it really, that's not affordable for most Kiss fans, you know? But you know, uh, it'd be fun. Like if Paul were to come on, even like in, in almost like a Paul Stanley podcast, and if he would play a track and then explain it. Oh. Like, like, how great would that be? And I mean, like, Amazing. if he would do that, like, you know, this is a song that I wrote in my bedroom in 1978, and here was the idea behind it, and you know, and and then I wanted, to, and here, listen to it. I, I mean, that stuff would be gold. And I think, in some ways, I think just the idea of capturing those moments in time that he could capture his own memories of it and share it with us. I'd love something like that. To me, that beats any box set full of stickers or socks or shirts. And I got too many Kiss yeah. t-shirts already. And right. you know, it's like, you know, but but new music, that's what I want. The one t-shirt, though, that I am stoked about that I did buy this year, mm -hmm. and I'm not stoked about the circumstances, but it is <laughs> cool, is uh, I did have to get the, the stay-at-home <laughs> The stay-at-home tour, where on the back it has all the tour dates, and for everyone it just says "stay at home, stay at right. home, stay at home, stay at home." It's I thought funny. it was great that they did that, and I did have to get one of those. That was very cool. And you know, Matt, you mentioned that evil word that rock stars don't like to mention, but it's it's a it's another way to kind of spin the wheel. But bootlegs. Everything about this particular box set looks like a bootleg. The t-shirt looks like one of those ones that you would get at a flea market in that circa right. 1983. Yep. Or maybe you're coming out of the Richfield Coliseum and there's a guy going, T-shirts, $5! You know. <laughs> and, and, and it looks like it would hold up to as many washings as they did. And then the stickers <laughs> look like the ones that you put a quarter in and you don't know which one you're going to get. And clunk, a thing comes down. You open it up. Oh, you I got, got a rock. You know, it's that kind of a thing. <laughs> That's good. I don't know if you can get any more authentic bootleggy, but one of the stickers has Paul's star backwards. Right. Official Kiss merchandise, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So, and that's why it made me think about it is it's like they intentionally went out of their way to make it look bootleggy, which which is interesting at $25. At $225 is a little bit too much. Yeah. So, how much would this box be worth? Like what if you if if Kiss said, "Listen, you you guys are fantastic Kiss podcasters. I love all three of you. How much do you think we should try to get for this set? What do you think we can get? What would you what would your price point be, Matt? I mean, I think, like I said, I mean, um, I looked at it right away and just kind of was like, you know, not really that interested because I don't need any of that stuff. But, I mean, there's not really more than $50 worth of stuff in that box. Mm -hmm. You know, and I mean, maybe if it was $50, I, 
you know, and I think you were the one that actually said it. What they really should have done was just release, every, release one for every year. Do the 1973 box for 50 bucks, but then do a 74 and a 75 and a 76. They'd still get all our money, but you know, if if it was in smaller chunks, it just somehow seems less. You know, maybe yeah. it hurts your pocket a little less, especially in a year when a lot of people have been missing work or you know that that to come out with a. I mean, I just, I guess for me, and this I will just where I'm at, I don't need more stuff, right. you know? So, I mean, I didn't even really consider it. Like I said, that was the first shock was when you posted the price and you're like, uh, yeah, hard pass. I don't need that. I know because at first it looks like, oh, well, it's cool. Something, something from Kiss. Cool. Right. And then you see that price tag. It's like, you know, so they would make more money if they, if they sold, they could sell more of them if they lowered the price. And I, the idea I had going along with what Matt said, do one for each year, like 73, 74, 75. And you do like the hotter than hell box and you have 10 cards that you can only get in the hotter than hell box, right? And you and you make them look like um, something from that era. Flyers, right? Like yeah. we've all seen, you know, and that yeah. kind of aesthetic that goes along with each year. By the time you get to 1979, what do you put in the box? You put the you put the re- reproductions of the um, like the shrinky things. You could even put the, the ads and stuff, you know, for the ads. But also, what are those things called? Like cut and play, or fold and play, yeah. or. Uh, rub, rub and, and play. Oh, oh, that's, <laughs> rub yes. and tug? No, no, it's rub and play. That's It's almost like rub right, and tug. Yeah. It's so close and yet so far. Or you know what? They could put the, a reproduction of that New York Daily News where you had the dynasty, the, the what was the dynasty poster, but you got it out of the news and you had the ink and you could iron it onto a T-shirt. My favorite thing, I, like to me, that's one of my greatest memories of that time was, you know, you know, and it was just, it was ink. So, I mean, that you talk about not lasting a couple of washes, it literally was ink from, you know, and you had to kind of, you know, get it on your shirt somehow. But that's brilliant. So just imagine they did stuff like that. And each decade or each, each year had a set of 10 exclusive cards. Then at the end of this, Kiss sells you the card bundle for the exclusive set. <laughs> if you bought the collector's edition, you can get this set that will hold the hundred cards or whatever how many it would be. I think they're missing a, a another kissed opportunity here, yes. folks. It's almost like we know what we want. You know? It's a, yeah, I mean right. this is the problem. It's like it's almost like KISS fans are doing the best KISS stuff. And and I know that every now and then you'll post something like this on Facebook. Can I see uh there was a, a vinyl box set that came out maybe in the past six months. And I'm not trying to promote bootlegs. Mm-hmm. But it was a 1979 show. Not even good quality, to be honest. No, the, the audio was horrible, but... Yeah. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, the, the packaging, there's... I think it's somebody in Sweden or somewhere. I, I See, I can't go down this rabbit hole. Because if I do, I'm out thousands of dollars and oh, I'm yeah. buying bad audio with fantastic packaging. But they have box set booklets in it and it's just uh. posters and it just looks like everything reproductions of the tour book and everything yeah it's it's everything that we would want but the problem is is kiss cannot possibly get all the rights to that they seriously they can't go back and get like i would love for a coffee table book of all the donner's cards you could put two of them out right right set one set two we, we'd buy them for christmas two years consecutively we would love that you're saying that Gene and Paul and, and the gang do not have the rights to do that? For example, if someone who took those pictures or, or how, who, how, whoever owns the rights to those pictures can say, yeah, but I know you're going to put a book out about this. 
So I know that this is my last big payday on this. So for them to turn the huh. wheel again and use the uh, elements that Donruss put on the cards, you see what you got to give them a cut. You don't think that they sold the rights over? I don't you, know. I don't know because because I'm just thinking about all three of us love comic books, right? And and, yes. and we know that there's a a big piece of the of the ugly history of comic books is the lack of uh, is the is is how little rights. Um, the artists had to their own work, right? It all belonged to Marvel, you know. Right. Um, I, I, I guess, I guess what you're saying is that it's possible that whoever took the photographs um, may still own their work, and they licensed it exclusively to Donruss. But those photographs, so many of those—I mean, the Donruss cards are a gem, right? They are a gem. But so many of those pictures, those wound up elsewhere, though. I don't know. Maybe they absolutely did. But maybe you're right, though. It probably would be a pain in the ass. But okay, get someone to do it. You know, it's still, it's still worth it. See, see, this is the thing where Kiss literally could go fund me, except it's go oh. kiss me, and you get all the Kiss fans. Matt, wouldn't you put up fifty dollars in advance for a book? Nah, he goes down to his. He goes down to his basement. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's the funny thing, and it goes back to at this point, there's almost nothing that they can release that's a photo that we haven't seen or that I really need. And I'll tell you, and, and we and we kind of shouted him out earlier, but like Andrew Scabatti, what he did with his videos are so great and probably the most exciting things that have really come out centered around Kiss in a long time. You know, that that even the latest one, that Alive 96 that he just put out. That was a treat to watch. Now, granted, if you you know you might say, well, gee, Gene and Paul, they don't have control or whatever. He's a great editor. He and he knows how to put these things together. They should be hiring him to create these things officially. Kiss released. You know the the every one of the videos that he's put out via YouTube. So it's like universally available to like everybody on the planet. They're fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like, really, that's what I want is, and I've been thrilled that he has shared it with everybody, but they really, I think, and look, obviously, Kiss doesn't need my advice, but they really, I, I want music, I want video. Those are the two things I want to see those things. I don't need any more shirts. I don't need any more posters. I have... Right. Every wall is already covered in my own Kiss Cave. I have the stuff that I have is the stuff that I've had for years that really means a lot to me. They haven't put a lot out in recent years that I've thought, you know what, I have to have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I watched that Alive 96 three or four times already. I'll tell you what, I don't I don't have the the, the stuff that, that you're talking about. Um, it, it, there's only so many collectibles to collect you know and i and i lean I, so hard on star wars um it, but I, so i would take something that i think for matt you you don't need but i would love would be like a kiss vault like there's a star wars vault right and uh, and it's got a lot of that kind of stuff like the bubblegum wrapper or it's <laughs> got like the the action figure card you know like that the bubble was sealed to with the figure in it and all the like the, the ticket to the movie and all these tchotchkes and, and stuff. If Kiss put that out, and, and it had reproductions of, of the cards and the posters and so, and so on and so forth, I would buy that vault. And that would be, you know, that two hundred and fifty dollars. It's still a lot of money, but give me that. Right. And it can't cost any more to produce. That's the thing. Right. Right. So let's talk about the second of the two box sets that came out and what. 
I personally do not like this idea. I don't care who's pictured in the lineup. That's got nothing to do with it for me. What bothers me about it is how they word the ad. I, I'm the kind of person that says, if Kiss charges an enormous amount of something and you want to pay it, you go right ahead. I I never understood, like, oh, I'm angry because they're doing a meet and greet for $1,000. Now we're saying, boy, remember when they used to do that? That was a bargain now, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, it's only going to keep getting worse, folks, as time and everything gets more limited and price of everything's going to go up. It's like the stock market, but kind of double backward and reverse going forward right <laughs> so anyway here's the second box set while bruce springsteen's getting ready to put a 24 disc box set of his darkness on the edge of town tour kiss fans are getting d just what all real kiss fans want kiss socks for 99 dollars <laughs> Now, I don't know how much shipping is going to be, but you can get a pair of socks for about 25 bucks, and it comes in, yes, that's right, a collection box. Let me read the, the bit here. You wanted the best, you got the best. I never thought that would be associated with socks. These socks will keep your feet hotter than hell while you put your demon boots on over the top of them. Parasock lady. <laughs> Sock me. Make Sock me feel me. warmer. Yeah. 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 Uh, I well. hope mine are in fleece, babe. Sock me. <laughs> so it says here, you wanted the best, you got the best. Introducing the Merge 4 Kiss Collection box set. Four brand new Kiss band socks all wrapped up in a limited edition box set. A must-have for every KISS fan, this KISS collector's box set includes four mid-weight crew socks. This is KISS. It should be heavyweight, right? Let's put the S in socks. <laughs> you make me sock hard. <laughs> That's a different kind of sock. <laughs> Jerk socks. Uh, Baco and uh, Loose Cannon over there. Cobras and Fires, folks. Check them out. Fire. But uh, so, Midway Crew Socks featuring the Star Child, the Demon, the Spaceman, and the Catman. Only 300 sets available. And we asked for 299, but they generously made one more. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, words have meaning. And there are so few words that get me as pumped up. Like, like, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Mm. You wanted the best, you got the best, right? Like words that have such deep meaning and can bring a tear to my eye, make me, you know, shout for joy. Socks. Socks. Come on. Socks? Really? Jason Garrow says on Facebook, I would shell out $99 only if it was music related. For example, a deluxe edition box set of the unedited full shows used for a live would be amazing. And then he mentioned that this is how the other big boys do it. And it's Strangers in the Night, the UFO box set that comes with eight discs of live stuff, demos, and it's like $60. And socks. No socks. There's no socks. Mm. But uh, sock me, make my feet warmer. And mm -hmm. sock it to me and all that stuff. And he's hitting it on the head. We just we want the music. Like, like you said, if there was a box set of the unedited raw tapes that became alive, man, I want that. You know, if we could get those Kobo Hall, I want those. You know, like, there's just so many of them. And it's funny because there's so many of them that, you know, and again, using the word bootleg. I mean, there's so many that have Don't you mean sock leg? So 
All right, I got a question. Right. I got a question for you. Here's the, my depressing question of the night. Okay, depressing question. Um, there are a lot more people who want a Mickey Mouse T-shirt or a hat with ears than care to watch Steamboat Willie. Right. For people who know what that is, okay. Just like you see a lot of Ramones shirts, but you don't sure, see anybody sure. buying Ramones albums. And I don't mean the greatest hits. I mean yeah. Ramones albums. It's just right. the way it is. Same with Beach Boys for them uh, on a much lesser extent. There's a, there's a diehard Beach Boys community out there, just like there's a diehard Mickey Mouse collectors and uh, the Ramones and stuff like that. But it's cooler to wear... A, a Mickey Mouse shirt or a Kiss shirt or a Ramon shirt or a Grateful Dead shirt than it is to listen to the actual music. I, that's what I'm asking is, um, are we at the point, have we been at the point, where we there really are very few people who do care about uh, hearing that Cobo Hall box set that, you, that the three of us would, would you know, drool over. Um, forget that. Just people who would listen to Kiss Alive. Uh, versus people who want the socks is the socks where it's at in the same way that like no maybe nobody gives a hoot about uh, Mickey Mouse movies they care about Mickey Mouse ha- hats right is that is that where we are with Kiss uh, fandom you know you, you bring up a good point Matt what do you think about that you know it's funny I think that as Kiss has kind of announced again that they're wrapping it up. I think the tire kickers and the casuals and the people that were only kind of into it to go to a fun Friday night show or whatever, they're falling off. You know, I think those, but those are the of us that are kind of long time diehard, you know, that's who the audience still is. I think, I mean, obviously I, I don't think we're going to get ever another actual original record at this point, because I think they've kind of determined that, you know, they're not going to make money selling an original record. I mean, obviously anybody that's in the music business at this point, for the most part is looking at, you know, the stuff is just streaming or whatever, and they're not making too much money. And, you know, in my mind, I think they have a platform, which is obviously like kiss online where anybody who wants it knows where to go. They don't really need to advertise. We'll find it. They a lot of the stuff exists, probably just needs remastering and a little bit of work to make it something that would sound, you know, cohesive. That that they shouldn't need to spend tons and tons, but it is a niche kind of a thing. In the same way that, like, okay, if Bruce Springsteen is going to put out these huge box sets, obviously there's still Bruce Springsteen fans, but obviously there's still Kiss fans. And if you're looking at, you know, even just Kiss Online, and here's picture after picture of these young kids dressed as Kiss. I'd love to think that mom and dad might buy them, you know, one of these alive raw and the kid goes, man, I love this. I like this way more than anything else that's coming out today. And I always think to myself, like at 10 years old, there's nothing that I really would have loved more than just more music. And it was like, and we were lucky as kiss fans, the fact that 70, you know, 75, 76, 77, they kept just pumping out albums. You know, think about how many albums came out officially of kiss in that short span. And man, we wanted it all. And in my mind, I'm still that 10 year old kid wanting the new music. So I think, yeah, I get it. I think, you know, there's, you could probably walk into the hot topic and buy a really small kiss shirt that, you know, a 15 year old might be able to wear. They never have big fat guy sizes. So, you know, the hot topics, you know, I don't need it, but the, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I do think you're going to start to see it narrow a little bit. I mean, obviously there's, I think a lot of the people and I, and, and look, I know this can start a lot of fights, but I think those of us that are our age, 
and remember the glory days, and I'll say it, the glory days, whether it was the 70s or the 80s, that's the glory days. And, and, and people can argue they jumped in in the 90s or whatever, but I think most of us that are of that age, it still means something. I don't know what it means to some kid now that maybe discovered the entire catalog at once in 2018 or whatever which I think it might be fun one time if you were to get a couple young fans on here. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out. Cassius Morris, obviously. Everybody knows Cassius. Super successful. The future of broadcasting. That guy's a superstar. But when I And this year, he actually did a show where he and Sapphire, the original Creatures of the Net podcast, got back together and talked with each other. And to me, I thought that was magic because it was fun because, and I was on their show real early. And and like I said, I think at the time, Cassius, I think was 10. And I think Sapphire was 14. And if you had added their ages together and doubled it, I think I'm still older when I'm on their show. (laughs) But like, do kids that discover Kiss at 10 now, what is their you know, connection or wh- how do they feel? So, Kiss meets Scooby Doo. Exactly, and that it's funny. A lot of them know Kiss as that cartoon movie. You know, and I think eight years old. Like it's funny we're talking. Like Gary, you mentioned Star Wars. Kiss and Star Wars to me, that's the best of the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think nineteen seventy-seven when both of those things are at the height of their powers. But then again, here in 2020, look, I'll say to anybody, just watch that Mandalorian. That's maybe the greatest thing I've seen on TV, and I can't tell you when. And I'll admit, I bawled like a baby when, and I'm not going to spoiler alert, say a damn spoiler alert thing. But that ending of the season finale, we could go off on that. I'm going to say one thing about the Mandalorian. I hope it's not too spoilery. Okay, don't tell who was. No, 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 no. (laughs) Just, Just hang tight, okay? They use this thing called the force in it. Uh-huh. I've heard of this. Go on. You have me. And spoilers for the new Star Trek show Discovery, they have phasers. I, I uh-huh. don't want to ruin it for anyone. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. And it takes... There, Star Wars takes place in stars, and Star Trek also takes place in stars. But, but one you know is what? more warry and one is more Trekky. That's but cir- true. Circling back to kind of what we were talking about of what we would want. Now, it's funny. when It, it was fun back when they were going to make a major announcement earlier to speculate what the major announcement would be. And that was actually part of the fun of it was what could this big announcement be? Right. And I really look at the Disney Plus model. I want the Kiss Network. You yes. know what I mean? Like how imagine if there was like now, first of all, look, Disney Plus worth it just because of the fact they have all the Star Wars stuff. They have all the Marvel stuff. They have all the Disney stuff. They have the Mandalorian, which I could go on and on about that. And they've got your credit card number. And they, yeah, they, and, they, and, and right. worth every penny. But, like, imagine if Kiss started their own, like, WWE. To me, I, I haven't really been watching WWE because I'm not that into the current product. But they got every old episode. They got every pay-per-view ever. Like, imagine if, and we were talking about that earlier, the idea, like, imagine if they had, like, every show, just you could go onto the KISS network and pull up a show from 1979. Now, obviously, there's years. Everybody wishes there was great asylum footage or things in that. But imagine, as a KISS fan, now, it's not going to be as wide-reaching as, like, a Disney+. Plus, But imagine if you could go on there and there were all the music videos, there'd be all the content, 
the Kissologies are actually expensive now. If you're trying to find them, they're Good out luck. of print. You know, I, I've seen them for a lot of money now. You know, and it's one of those things where if they put all that content on there, and it goes back to exactly yeah. what you're saying. Some of this stuff they don't have the rights to. You know, what I mean, but get to work. Can you you work in uh, the sort of the commercial end of or the advertising marketing end of, right. of of production? Yes. Is there a commercial that that Kiss could make? And I want to be clear, it, it's not a commercial where the word kiss is said or there's an explosion. Is there a commercial that Kiss could make where the mom brings the, the teenager down to the basement and opens up the box and says, these are my Kiss tapes. I want you to have these. And it's an ad for the, ki like, like the, the, the Kiss box sets or Kiss vaults or the Kiss club or the Kiss music group how about this the kiss boots officially by kiss no but i'm talking about but yes, yeah yeah that. yeah yeah but but, I'm but, about but the music he, the music i know but hear me out hear me out thematically oh like bootleg boots? kiss wears boots right uh -huh. just imagine you'd see jeans big boot <laughs> boots kiss it with the kiss font you know what i mean and you could say, here's access to Anaheim. Here's access to, you know what I'm saying? It's all there. But I like your idea that, like, this is what we had growing up. And the kid opens it up and it's a bunch of cassettes that turn into all this digital screens all over the place. And I'm not, right, exactly. And I'm not, and, and you could package them like cassettes. Like, there's so many ways to make it look cool and retro. And I'm not talking about how do we appeal to critics or make kiss serious because obviously that fails kiss over is not about appealing to critics i i'm no. wondering if they're even trying to appeal to their fans matt you mentioned earlier the tire kickers they're going to come and go or some are leaving some are coming whatever the thing is i hope they're having a good time coming and going but <laughs> but anyway uh but when it comes down to it uh i think about the comic book industry and how they're in a bad situation especially during covid but even before covid right. when i was a kid comics were 10 cents 12 cents 25 cents 50 cents 75 cents a dollar right right comics were cool because i didn't have to go uh, shop downtown where some guy sits behind a thing talking about how cool you know game of thrones is or whether supernatural went <laughs> jump the shark or whatever their complaint is about whatever and you try to get their attention excuse me can you tell me where this is you know they look at you like you're not in my club so you don't belong but you used to see that spinning rack in a, a, a grocery store or a, a, a drug store and you knew that you could go over there and spin that rack and it was just like every turn of that rack was another dimension another universe another superpower another fantasy right Mm -hmm. And for that small price, but if you're sell if you're trying to sell someone socks in a box for a hundred bucks, you're not hitting your casual tire kickers. You're not making new fans. But you know what? You're you're talking about an interesting an interesting time is again going back to and I think about it as maybe it's just because this is where I grew up in, but comic books is another good example. Entry to that world used to be affordable yes i couldn't afford the kind of habit that i used to have of comic books now you right. know and in the 90s and i was one of those guys i worked in a comic book store and we would sit there and you if you want to talk about nerdy men i met all of them and we would talk endlessly about 
is this the issue where Spider-Man loses his, you know, powers? And yeah, right, right. You know, it's like, and you just, you know, it was, that's a whole other world. And I was talking to my friend that I used to work with at the comic book store. I don't know that that's something that will exist in the way that it used to. Comic book stores were so much fun. And, you know, and that we're talking 19, late 89, like 89, 90 when I worked at a comic book store. And it was, you could get into comics at a really pretty reasonable price point. You didn't like, you know, and were there expensive ones? Sure. You know, and, and kind of the equivalent to the socks was there'd be 67 variant covers and there'd be a silver foil Spider-Man in a bag mm-hmm. and we could go off on a whole different tangent. But I think it does go back to the fact that now in the year 2020, it's expensive to read comics. They're, they cost a lot. Just one comic can cost you like four bucks. And, you know, I, I used to buy like a lot back you know that was half the reason why i worked at a comic book store is because i bought a lot of comic books you know well it's expensive to be a kiss fan if you go see kiss nowadays that's what i'm saying right i remember when my uncle took me to see the destroyer tour you could get two tickets 550 and 650 right those were the two price points and by the time we got up to dynasty it was like a whole 11 or no the the ticket was 9.99 the tour book was like 11.99 whatever the however it worked out you know it might i might have them backwards but you know at the risk of sounding like you know back when i was a kid their comic books were only 35 cents you know like but it's it, it, that's the reality of it like you know there was a time when you know you could get you know a lot of things you could go to the movies whatever but like comic books and they said still 35 cents on it you know right, or those packs right, right. of cards or whatever your star wars cards think about your star wars figures you know all that kind of stuff that man the excitement of those things they've never left me and it's just like uh you know, that's, I, I don't know, I think that's, it's a lot of this stuff we're talking about, I think, you know, that's why when I see a box of socks that's a hundred bucks, I just kind of roll my eyes at this point, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, I think they're a little bit off with what they're bringing out, and it comes back to, for me, and I mean, I mean, I guess I keep circling back on this, I just want more music, the music is what fills me with joy, it was today, like you said at the start of the show, we're li- it was Peter Chris's birthday today when we are recording, I put on that 78 solo album that I bought in 1978 and it still has the pops and the clicks and all that joy of 1978 is right there and that is what I need is just more music it takes and especially the older stuff it takes me back there and I want to go back there and you know if if obviously Gene Simmons I know you're listening because you're a big fan of the podcast Paul Stanley Look, I know you're listening while you're riding your mountain bike and staying safe with your mask. We just want more music. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's coming from me. And what bothers me is the phrasing of the in the advertisement for the socks. It says a must have for every Kiss fan. You know, <laughs> I'm a Kiss fan and God damn it, I'm a Kiss fan. And I've been a Kiss fan way before there was a vault, way before there was an Alive 3, way before there was an Unplugged. I've been here for long enough. If if my credentials aren't good, I've marched with Bill Starkey. <laughs> he he's on my. I can pick up the phone and call him right now, and and boom, he's, he'll answer the phone. You know what I'm saying? It's it's I, just I the way fat, it is. I have fat feet, so it's like you I, know I, I need big socks. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want no hot topic socks. <laughs> right. I I I am. Uh, I, I, you can't see at home, but I I've. I'm holding in my hands. Matt and Ken can see this. A lot of I'm good with socks. I've got a lot right here. 
some really well folded socks i might add as well thank whoever's you. doing the laundry in your house thank you is doing thank a nice you. job yeah <laughs> i'm good i you know it's not a must-have because i'm good on socks i what i'm not good at on is i don't have a big box set of all the music that i want to hear from those guys there's always more i want to hear always. exactly yeah ken and you I- and i have talked about this uh matt maybe we have as well there is a this is so you could judge the shit out of me everybody listening but uh i have i don't know like four discs of them recording dynasty yes and it's just right right it's the four of them with vinnie poncia and uh and it's them doing i was made and uh dirty living and sure know something Ordering cigarettes. Out. There's the, the bonus track. Ordering cigarettes. Right. How when yeah. are those cigarettes going to get here? Right, right, right. And it's just it's just working out the kinks, ironing the, or the rehearsals. The 1970. Yeah, that that one. They're like, where are my damn cigarettes? Um, I will listen to hours of that stuff. Beatle fans are the same way. They, you know, th- there's a famous Beatle bootleg called "Please Me Do," and it's one side is them working on "Please Please Me," and one side is them working on "Love Me Do." We'll listen to that stuff. Give it to us now. <laughs> I'm good on socks. And a lot of that stuff exists because they used to run through. You figure it wasn't all digital. Now everything is really just kind of you could fly tracks back and forth. Maybe you don't have that, but they have a lot of that stuff from the 70s. And yeah, I want it all. I want to want to hit a couple uh, comments here. Pete LaRusa says, get up and put your kiss socks on your feet. I thought that was pretty (laughs) cool. And uh, Scott Harding says, Hey, without these kiss socks, you got nothing but shoes. You got got <laughs> nothing but shoes. So, hello to Scott Harding and Mike Rule of the Great, our great friends. Iron Fist. Fist. Yes. So. so, but here's the downer on the whole thing. Uh, whether UFO can give us a, uh, or Prince can give us an eight disc set. Prince put out a really cool box set this year, Sign of the Times, loaded with so much stuff. You could choke a horse with it. For almost the price of four pairs of socks. Seriously. I think it was $129 for eight CDs and a DVD and a really cool box. Or you can get four pairs of socks. So, and again, I don't feel... I didn't like it when the monster book that came out says, No true Kiss fan. Mm Mm-mm would pass this up or can do without this. No, you don't get to tell me what a true kiss fan is because like I said, been here all along, man. Uh, I've, 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 I've done my bit for God and country, you know? So that's somebody in marketing who's trying to make it seem more important than it is. But uh, yeah, it's just goofy. Well, don't, don't you also think kiss marketing needs a little bit of an overhaul? Cause everything is fire and everything is kiss. Here's kiss laundry detergent. Well, so there, I mean, really, look, as we wrap up 2020, there's my 2021 thing. Paul Stanley, get your box set out there and narrate it and tell us what you were thinking when you wrote the song or where you were. Or, you know, I'd love to hear, like, you know, John Bavar on that Kissmas was talking about, you know, and he's told the story a bunch of times where they would eat Chinese food and then write songs. Maybe there's a cassette somewhere. That's right. <laughs> you got any more, you know, sauce for this cheese or 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, any, yep. like I love that kind of stuff. And like, you know, and somebody has a box of cassettes that they just need to, you know, Craig Smith just posted a thing the other day. He was remastering all his original four track things from, a, right, from mm -hmm. originally right from the cassette to the uh, to his computer. There's got to be stuff like that. I mean, look, obviously the Craig Smith box set will come with a bandana and will be worth a lot of money. But it's one of those things where, you know, <laughs> Gene put all his stuff out. Paul's got to have some. I'm sure Ace has some stuff. I mean, Ace has always had a home studio. There must be stuff we haven't heard. I, th you know, it's funny. And look, and, I, and I'm going to steer this away because I don't want it to be sounding negative. But you talk about Prince putting out a box set. Yeah, Prince isn't around to really enjoy it. Let's enjoy all this stuff while we're here. You know, it's let's like, get like, the let's get that Kiss meets the Phantom commentary track with Ace, Gene, Peter, and Paul. Let's you have got them. Forget about how embarrassing the movie is and just take a Xanax and laugh and enjoy it. Have fun. Yeah. That I think that is one of the holy grail kind of things. Put them in a room together so they have to look at each other in the eye, make them watch it, and make them talk about it. There's your commentary track. There could be a bonus feature where you point the camera right at them so we can see their eyes roll. But it would be great. That's ex that's definitely one of the things that I want. And I know that they there's only like one man that can do that. There's only one man that can make that possible. Paul Stanley, Abner yeah. Devereaux. Devereaux. <laughs> well, one thing we are looking forward to. I oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think, you know, obviously, I don't, I think we made it clear we don't want socks. We don't need any more buttons or stickers. We want music. We want video. You know, that's that's really where I'm at. I want those kind of things. I mean, are a lot of that stuff dripped with nostalgia? For me, absolutely. And the more, the better. But uh, that's what I really want. So if they're listening to this. That's really why we're here, right? Yeah, it is. Well, let me ask you something. What kind of socks are you going to wear when you go to Dubai next week? <laughs> you mean Dubai Rock City? That's it. Yes. I, that's a pretty good segue there. <laughs> the question is, is Dubai or not Dubai? That is the question. <laughs> right. Matt, are you going to do it? I'm absolutely going to do it. I think, you know, it, it's $40 for the basic one. The, mm -hmm. the biggest thing is, like, in a, in a lot of ways, and I'll give a shout out to those guys that did the Kissmas event. That's, it's it's that it's us is you sitting watching on your computer it's still fun i hope kiss figures out a way to make it very interactive like i would love it like you know when when it's a facebook live you can kind of see who's watching and everybody comments i enjoy the interaction i think which is something that i hope that they there's some element of that but it'll be fun and obviously yeah. the set list is probably going to be pretty much the end of the road they won't pull out it's my life or something like that you know that i would be you know so excited for but it'll be fun i think obviously as as the year wraps up, I to tell you the truth, I think it's smart. It's going to be on like noon or one o'clock or whatever. You figure mm -hmm. then you still get to do fun counting down. Hey, woo, 2021. Oh, you know, I'm so happy. But like, you know, you get it out of the way early. <laughs> Party starts early on the last day of the year. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I will absolutely watch it. You know, if, if I was, you know, it's really funny in a way. It, it kind of circles back to everything we've been talking about. If you're really rich, 
You could fly to Dubai. It'd be the greatest. You could be in one of those hotels. I want to be in that big pool in front of the stage. It'd be like watching a beached whale. People would be laughing at me like crazy. But if I was really rich, I wouldn't care. I'd have somebody to, you know, make sure I look good. But, you know, then you could buy those nice socks and you could be right there. But I think that's, you know, it comes back to, I think it was smart of them to make it in a place like Dubai because it's out of reach of everybody. If they did the event in New York or they did the event in California, we'd all want to go. And the right. problem is right now, you can't be packed together. You can't have a big crowd. They did it in a way that says this isn't for you to come to. I don't have the kind of money to go. Like they're talking like I always look at it like this. I think it, I think I saw a thing where the package was twenty thousand or thirty thousand dollars. I'm like, it's more than my car. You know, at some point, you go know, like <laughs> I just I don't have that kind of excess cash. Yeah, it's a lot of socks. forty dollars. Yeah, it's a lot of socks. So it's like, so will I get it? Absolutely. Will I love it? It's going to be fun. Uh, I think they're, you know, obviously I just hope everybody stays safe and distance and healthy and that, you know, it's not a mistake. And uh, But it'll be it'll be great fun. Gary, Dubai or not Dubai? I do bought my tickets uh, actually right before. I've got the nicest partner. And um, <laughs> she was like, look, it's 2020, right? Like, why, why not? Uh, because she is not a Kiss fan, she is a good, good person and not a Kiss fan. Um, <laughs> she has been to see them many times. Uh, God bless her. And so we are going to watch uh, this Dubai concert. I did the forty dollars thing. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's cool that there's so many cameras. I think it's not going to look like any other Kiss concert we'd ever seen. Right. It's going to be like one of those things like when they did the Brooklyn Bridge or when they did um, Las Vegas, right, where it's not like any old arena on any old night. And if they maybe throw in one or two songs, I'm not expecting you here. Like maybe we hear Got to Choose or Watching You or something. That'd be great. I'm not expecting anything, but it's not a bad way to ring in the new year. And please, 2021, please be nice. <laughs> Please be kind to us. Please we went be. from, uh, you know, 2020, I can see clearly now to like, I don't want to see anything more. Just yeah, uh, stop. Right. Stop. Please. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to put, oh, 2021, new year, new me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, we all we all learn from from this one, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, Are you, Ken? Are you doing it? I don't know. Buy or not uh, to buy I don't know. And here's my reasoning. Uh, I think this is going to come out as a Blu-ray. And what? I'll just get it. You know what I mean? Of course it will. <laughs> you know. But there'll be 10 different versions. There'll be $100. Well, there you go. With five box, different covers. And there's one that comes in a box shaped like the stage, and that's $5,000. <laughs> there's one that comes with an exclusive mask. <laughs> so let's talk about the exclusive thing real quick we, we're gonna get off here soon but you've got the black diamond vip package uh on the palm queen for thirteen thousand dollars and uh that that's a pretty special one right you know that's that's worth something right let's see what comes with that a five night stay for two at atlantis the palm dubai and enjoy the kiss 2020 goodbye show from your own private luxury balcony box so you're still like a football field away, right? For all intents and purposes. Yeah, looking at the pictures, I mean, that's the thing is that they're going to have, you're going to be watching from your balcony. And there is the front row, like you said, is 
there's this giant pool there's a huge field like like in between it's not like anybody's close to the stage so in some ways they're very smart it's it's how they're going to try and keep i think it really in a way it comes back to it's going to be great for video because the cameras can be right up close and you're not blocking anybody's view because the view right. is from a mile away so so you get with the $13,000 Black Diamond VIP package, you get access to unmasked stories and songs with Kiss, all guests in a room. Access to seats by the pool for the unmasked sound check with Kiss, all guests in room. Autograph Kiss 2020 goodbye all show. Guests, all guests in their own separate rooms. What I took that as meaning is you have to stay at the hotel in order to get this package. Oh, You're see, watching but... everything from your balcony. That's the whole right. gimmick. Is okay, that but the acoustic you know, thing too huh yep they're yeah. not they don't want people next to the stage i mean obviously very smartly that and that's how they're doing it so it's and you get an autographed kiss 2020 goodbye show set list signed by all four members of kiss one per room that's cool one high-end commemorative kiss gift one per guest it does not say what it is it might be some socks so if they don't all sell <laughs> out hey okay. all right photo on photo on the kiss 2020 goodbye stage so you're going to be able to get up there and stand on an empty stage thank you message from kiss once tickets are purchased so is that an email a telegram smoke signals i don't know a welcome video from kiss so probably you get that email and it's hello we're kiss in case you didn't know this is gene simmons of kiss uh exclusive uh kiss 2020 goodbye vip laminate uh your name in the credits of the upcoming new york movie that will be filmed during this experience airport transfer to and from the hotel which you just when you mentioned earlier will it come out on a blu-ray it'll be pro it'll be released to theaters it'll be released on i mean we're going to see this a bunch of times right okay. but we can say we were there virtually yeah yeah Airport transfer to and from the hotel, 24-7 concierge, which some KISS fans don't even know what that means. Complimentary New York dinner and drinks prior to the show. I don't know what that... No, New Year's Eve. Sorry, New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. Hey, reading is fundamental. Okay, there you go. In-room beverage and snack package included for the KISS 2020 goodbye New Year's Eve show. Flamignon. Daily access to the... Aqua Venture Water Park and Lost Chambers. I don't know if you should be going to anywhere wet. I'm just going to say that, okay? Kiss Water Sports. Yeah. And then, uh, so you got your choice. That's the Black Diamond Palm Queen and the Palm King. So that you can get the queen size bed or the king for... It's the same price. Go king, right? But then you got the Double Platinum VIP Package Terrace Suite. And that's only $24,750. You know, what's funny is I, I had posted a thing about this in the Kiss Room on the Facebook group. And, you know, people go back and forth and back and forth. And one comment was, oh, it's terrible. People are complaining about what it must be like to be rich. And somebody else commented, look, this is the, rich people spend this kind of money on a vacation. And I'm thinking, I don't know anybody like that. But you know what? Somebody might like it. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's too rich for me. But... If there's somebody that has the money, great. You know, it's like, I Go think the real it. question is, what song? What songs should they swap in that would make you excited? If, if you could take one song out and put one song in, what's it going to be? The Oath or I, and uh, in the place of Lick It Up or, or, I don't know, like you said, War Machine, Matt. 
Now we're back into Kiss Django with the set list. Uh, the only difference between the double platinum and the black diamond is that you get your choice of an Ibanez guitar signed by Paul Stanley or an Axe guitar signed by Gene Simmons, mailed out after the event, one instrument per package. The Paul guitar will be smashed separately, but not on stage. So it's at his house. Get, <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna go out in the driveway and smash a guitar. I. I don't yeah. get that, but yeah. whatever. But, you know, that'd be great if he did that as a video. I just want to see him in his driveway smashing it. This is for you, you know, Gary Schaller. Bam, <laughs> smash. Okay, this is for you, Ken Mills. Boom, smash. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. This is for you, doctor who can afford this. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah, there's yeah. some other perks, and there's different packages. Lisa, like the... this is for you. <laughs> So, so there are different packages that you can get. You can get a producer's package, I think it's called. That's like a thousand bucks, and you get like a bunch of swag and stuff. And then there's one for like four ninety nine or something. And then there's the forty dollar one. We're a bunch of cheapskates. I think I might even just wait till the Blu-ray comes out. I don't know. I don't know. Well, if you decide to do it and you do the forty dollars, which is what I'm doing. You will know that you are watching it with uh, your brothers in, in podcasting and kiss rooming. And we will be, finally, the three of us will get to be at a concert together. No press. Uh, but if you don't do it, you're absolutely right, Ken. Because there are other ways to spend New Year's Eve. And you'll probably get to see it at some point. That's true. You know what? We could Skype together and we will all watch it. We great. You figure you're already on your, it's on your computer. Why not? You know, I think that'd be the fun thing is maybe like, you know, on Facebook, you have those rooms or whatever. Let's make a room and uh, we'll get a room and, uh, you know, it'll be great. We could all be drinking champagne and, uh, you know, I got my setup here has two screens. So I got one screen could be the concert. The other screen could be a Facebook group. And of course I'll be eating. So (laughs) now you said uh, champagne, that would be like champagne. Or Campania. You're right, exactly. Our, our, our buddies, you know. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. Do you decide whether you're going to Dubai or not Dubai? That is the question, right? Uh, what is it? A kiss by any other name is still as sweet, right? A kiss. And Dubai yeah. is only for now. Oh, yeah, Dubai is only for now. Or New Year's Eve. If anything, I think in this year, if it's an event that we can kind of experience in any way together, yeah. it will be worth it. Because, and I'm, and you know, in some ways, a lot of people criticize, oh, they're charging too much money or this or that or the other. Look, I'd say, look, it's because if I was going to put on my boots and leave my house, I want some money. So it's just like, I don't, I don't blame Gene and Paul. They want to make a lot of money. But if at the end of it, if we can all kind of watch together and have an experience, just something fun. That if in any way makes 2020 just a little bit better for a couple of hours, it will be worth it. Yeah. You know, forty dollars. You figure forty dollars is a cup is you know a nice night out of dinner. It's not that bad. You know, everybody can kind of you know uh, hop on board with that. We'll just have a good time with it. You know, I think uh, that's all. I think you know we want music, we want videos, and let's have a good time on New Year's Eve in the day. It's in the middle of the day, so even you don't have to fall asleep. You don't have to miss the... I don't even know if they're doing the ball drop this year. You know, who knows? Oh, my, my balls will be dropping, I tell you. They'll ya. be dropping, right. It'll be so... Life will be good. 
And look here, I think, and I think we're, I'm just, I feel like maybe this is a good point to say it, but I think, look, anybody, if you've listened to us for the last hour or so, and you've enjoyed the podcast or the kiss room or anything we've talked about, just, you know, have the best time, as much fun as you can. I'm glad if we could bring you any kind of entertainment this year, maybe bring people together in any way as part of the kiss community. That's what it's all about. It's fun to talk about how much socks are worth or what trading cards we want. But in the end, it just beats going crazy. You know, you want to just get out of your head for a little bit, crank up some Kiss music, put on your records, put on MP3s, whatever they are. Let the music just fill your soul. That's really what it comes down to. Talk to your Kiss friends. Even though we can't be together, we can all yammer on and have fun and do our podcast and join together and talk to each other online. And I appreciate anybody who has listened to us in any capacity this year. And if we brought you some joy, that's, you know, really all we're here for. Nice. Well said. And I love you too, Matt and Gary. Love you too, Ken. Love you, Matt. I love you guys. And I hope that all this is wrapped up so we can all meet in Nashville for rock and pot in 2021. Oh, Nobody wearing yes. a mask. And I want some hot chicken and some shots of whiskey. And we're going to hug each other a lot. And uh, that's what it comes down to. We're looking for brighter days ahead and things like that. I think, uh, you know, obviously they're already in the plans for uh, Rock and Pod. We just need to make sure that all the viruses are gone. And you know, I'm a hugger. I need to hug you guys and uh, tell God. everybody. You know, it's we're we're you know, it's that's the family. And it's like you know, if anything, let's get as connected as we can until we can really all be connected. So. Absolutely, I'm so glad you said that. And I and I'll tell you what. Again, this is not a political thing. Like viruses don't care who you vote for, and they don't care how much you want to pay your taxes. And they don't care who you support. Viruses are just, they're real. This is super real. And and we really want everybody to do the social distance thing now so we can hug each other again, so we can share physical space again and, and like put our arms around each other and like pass a French fry to people you love and talk about Kiss and be in the same room uh, again, right? So we're making sacrifices now and we got to get the vaccine. It's like there's a lot of things um that are worth risks and this vaccine is worth it, it's worth it right like we really want people to take this seriously believe in science um go do what's safe and smart so that we can just have fun again amen and matt you you said rock and pod four right rock and pod four back from yes. the Boy, i hope so back. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know that one. All right, anyway. so Chris, if you're listening, we need Rat to be a featured guest. Yes. If you can get Rat to do that, will be the theme song. We'll be back for more. How great would that? I love that song. Well, it's nice to hear. I'm glad you had that queued up. <laughs> that commercial with them was really great. Yeah. That, yeah, you know, that was, was like really the, cool. We do have a Rat. Have a rat. Yeah, that was <laughs> brilliant. They're up there singing so and performing that was a it was a blast it was one of the best things of 2020 how's that you know <laughs> seriously so merry christmas again this show is not for the tire kickers the people that wanted to hear our thoughts on revenge again it was <laughs> it was for the people that have been with us all this time and for everybody along the way and you guys really impressed me by your constant love and dedication every time you click and share whether it be the kiss room or the podcast or anything else that we do 
that little act helps us so much and it, it it's kind of like remember uh, peter pam when the, they got the audience to clap matt yeah. remember that when they <laughs> clapped and it, that's how it feels like every time we get a like and a share it's it's like peter pan and we can fly because you you help give us the wings right man like like red bull he gives us wings nice. so i want to thank you out there you there, yeah, right there, you. Yeah, that's you. I see you. Oh, look, there's Ruth. Ruth, there's Turn Ruth. Turn the spotlight up so we can see you, people. Jimmy, <laughs> hi. Mike, Steve, Josiah. Just hi, like everybody. Romper, yeah, they're all out there. Every Candy, she's at, look. There's Candy, and there's Ruth. there's everybody. So uh, Chris Ann, Chris Ann's right there. So I, I know you're out there, and we can't be with you right now, but we want to say thank you for listening. We appreciate you so much. Through all of our bad kiss puns, our imitations, our goofiness, we want to remind you that the reason of the season is love. And uh, Matt, I'd, I'd like to play a song by one of my favorite bands. I think you know somebody in this band. You might even be related to someone in this band. But I know that it's Christmas cause you're here Hey, now it's Christmas Joy to everyone Tell the Christmas story Of a father and a son And I know that it's Christmas just bells are ringing I join in when I hear the choir singing and everybody's gonna sing that hey now it's Christmas happy time of year everybody's laughing filled with hope and cheer but I know that it's Christmas cause you're Cause you're here Hey 
go there you go what was that matt look everybody out there that was hey now it's christmas by three chord money which is of course my brother and annie watts kenny lesso one of my favorite new christmas songs there is a lyric video you can find it you can sing along and have all the most fun the words are right on the screen uh yeah and look in the classic gene simmons uh school of thought go to threechordmoney.com except the difference is the video is free and uh you don't get any socks with it yet (laughs) who knows all right well we will see you on the next episode of your podcast we'll see you on the next episode of the kiss room with matt porter thanks to the kiss room house band everybody that's been with us julian everybody i can't name everybody i'll forget somebody but i love you all thank you for putting up with us and being part of us because you are the other part of the conversation there is no pod kiss without you so thank you for being here Merry Christmas. Love you. Happy holidays. See ya. Thanks, Gary. I love you both. Thanks, Ken. I'll see you guys. This might sound weird, but this was selfishly my present to myself tonight. This was great fun. I really enjoyed it. All right. Thank you, brother. Be good. Thanks, Ken. Talk to you soon. See you next time. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Thank you. I wish you all the best. Thanks. Remember the best holiday in the world? Another day above ground day. Don't mm-hmm. wait. To, don't look yeah, at the calendar to say, "Oh, today's uh, mm-hmm. tie my shoelaces mm-hmm. day." Mm-hmm. Best holiday you can have is waking up in the morning. God bless y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy holidays to you. And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks to Julian and everyone at kissfaq.com. They've got great information there and a terrific message board, too. Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late, great Eric Carr, and the late, great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Podcast is created by the KISS Army for the KISS Army, and it is available for free as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podcast is not affiliated with KISS or any of its members past or present. On behalf of myself, Ken, and the whole rest of the Podcast crew, Thank you for listening to Podkiss, the Kiss fanzine for your ears. I'm good on socks. Ho, ho, ho.